Here we are again for another episode of Chats with Coach Debbie. And as usual, I'm so glad that you're here. What I'm going to be starting today is a a series of two different episodes that I'm going to call the two misconceptions of eating for health. There are two things that I hear more than any other when it comes to starting a new healthy lifestyle. And these two misconceptions I'm going to uncover for you in the next two episodes. So stay tuned. I'll be right back as we begin today's chat. Welcome to this podcast, which is For the Willing, Chats with Coach Debbie, a place where you will be influenced to live a happier, healthier, more fulfilled life. And now on to today's chat. All right, let's dig right in to the two misconceptions of eating for health. The first one that I'm going to discuss today and uncover that misconception so that you will no longer believe it, you will know the truth behind it, and that one is that it's too hard or too inconvenient to eat healthy. That is not true, yet... I believed it at one time too. So I'm I'm right there with you. I understand, but I'm going to uncover that for you. The second one that the second misconception that I'm going to be uncovering and revealing the truth behind, I'll do it in the next episode. But that misconception is it's too expensive to live a healthy lifestyle. Those are the two most common misconceptions that I hear when someone says, oh, you know, I need to start this. I need to make some changes in my life. I need to do something about this extra weight on my body. I need to do something to make sure that I'm eating healthy for myself and for my family and that my family's eating healthy. But you know what? It's just, it's just too hard. I I work a full-time job. It's too inconvenient to eat healthy. And it's just so easy to go out to eat. Or I also hear probably equally as much as that first misconception is, gosh, it's so expensive to eat healthy or to do things, to to exercise, whatever it is to get healthy, to lose weight, you know, exercise programs or, or eating. It's just too expensive. Well, I'm here to tell you that those two things are lies from the pit of hell. <laughs> But I believed them too at one time, so I'm going to uncover those and expose the truth behind them. So let's get started now with misconception number one. Misconception number one is it's too hard. It's too inconvenient to eat healthy, to exercise. I don't have time for all that. And I shared in the past few episodes, I believe, with you one of my life scriptures. And that scripture is 1 Corinthians 9.27, that I discipline my body, I bring it into subjection, lest when I had preached to others, I would find myself disqualified. That is one of them. But I have another, I actually have several, another scripture that is one of my life scriptures. And this one is in the the one that I share the most when I'm, I'm ministering to people, because this is my foundation. This is what I was brought up in. And what I've based everything I do in life on is this. It's Romans 12, 1 and 2. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect 
will of God. That is probably my life scripture because it's it covers so much there. We have to present our bodies as living sacrifices, wholly acceptable to God. And we cannot be conformed to this world or to this world's thinking, but we have to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. We have to constantly renew our mind to the truth. The, the truth is that the devil wants us to, to live in deception and to live in that world of lies and in misconceptions. But we have, to re, we have to work to renew our minds and to keep them renewed into the new things, the truth of life and the truth of his word, the truth of eating healthy, exercising, getting our bodies in the, the way that they need to be so that we can be that living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is our reasonable service. And we want that to be to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The perfect will of God is for us to walk in divine health. It's it's all over the scriptures that we are to walk in divine health. That is the good and acceptable, perfect will of God. So misconception number one is it's too hard or it's too inconvenient to live a healthy lifestyle. And like I said a minute ago, I was there. I've been there. I've done that. That was my thought too. I didn't cook. I could cook. I've always been a, a decent cook. I just don't enjoy it or didn't enjoy it. And so I wouldn't cook. And so part of the the thing that I had to do for me was to change that thought. I had to renew my mind that it's not that bad. And so it started in little baby steps, and I'm going to share those baby steps with you today. But that was my thought too, and I didn't cook because I didn't enjoy it. We ate out most of the time, either restaurants, fast food, delivery, because of convenience. I joke that my love language is convenience, and I joke about it, but really, I love convenience. And so for us, before we made these lifestyle changes, and I say us because my husband did it too. He did it along with me by his choice. I will throw that in here. I did not force him or ask him. I didn't even ask him to make changes with me. I just told him that I was going to be making these changes in my life, that I would continue to do and cook for him or whatever that the way he wanted to eat. But I was going to make some changes. And he said, what are you doing? I think I want to do it too. So that's how that came about. I'll save that those details for another episode. But we ate out all the time. We had fast food. We did delivery. We did those things out of convenience. And what I also thought part of that misconception was that it took too much time to prepare and cook fresh food, fresh vegetables. It it just took too much time. Cutting up vegetables, you know, I I have a busy life. There's a lot of things on my plate. And it was just going to be too time-consuming to have to cut up vegetables for meals. So we ate, when we did have vegetables, it was always frozen or canned, never fresh. And the other misconception or the thought that I had was that it took too long to cook. It just took such a long time. You were spending so much time in the kitchen. I just don't have that much time to spend in the kitchen cutting up vegetables, cooking food, and then cleaning up the kitchen afterwards. But here's what I did. When I made this lifestyle change, when I made this decision, 
I had to operate in discipline. And one of those disciplines was stemmed from my commitment to my goals, to my vision, to my purpose. And then I had to become consistent to that commitment. And I had to persevere when I didn't want to do it. And so what I discovered as a result of making changes was, number one, it's not hard. It doesn't even involve much planning. The second thing was it really was quick and easy. I cook most every single night and it's 30 minutes on average from the time I take the vegetables out of the crisper to the time we sit down to eat. You cannot go get in your car, drive to the fast food restaurant, go through the drive through place your order, wait for your order, get it, come home, and sit down to eat in 30 minutes. Not unless you have a junk box right next door to you. You can't do it in 30 minutes. But every meal that I cook, from the time I take vegetables out of the crisper to sitting down to eat, is on average 30 minutes. On average. Some take a little longer and some are a little less, but on average. And here is the big one for me now that we have made this decision to eat healthy and to eat for life and to eat for a long life, a long healthy life and with nutrition is that I know exactly what's going into my food. I don't have to second guess, wonder if it's clean if it's organic or if it's something that's toxic, if it's full of preservatives or additives. Now, when I do go out to eat for a special event or something, an invitation, and we eat at a restaurant, I can typically take one bite and tell the difference, that it's full of toxic additives and preservatives and chemicals with one bite because I I know now what goes in my food and I can taste the difference. So those are some of the things that I discovered as a result of making these changes. Now, do you want to know how to do it? This is how to make it quick and easy and convenient to eat at home. So number one, you want to always keep a stocked refrigerator and pantry. When I say a stocked refrigerator, most of your food is going to go in your fridge, as I shared in the last episode, when you go grocery shopping, which I'm going to cover next episode, um, you want to make sure that you have a, a selection of fresh vegetables in there, fresh fruit, and your proteins, whether it be beans or meats. I eat different now than I did when I was in my losing phase. I've gotten to where now I eat primarily plants, so I eat very little meat today, and and that I'll say for another episode, but when I was in my losing phase, I would keep free-range organic chicken breast or chicken tenders. They're just breasts that are cut into smaller pieces or free-range organic ground turkey some red meat whenever I would I wouldn't we didn't eat a lot of red meat but even when we did it was grass fed organic you want the best meats and poultry that you can get because 
you want them to be free from additives and preservatives. If you notice organic chicken breasts don't look as plump when you look at them in the grocery store compared to those that aren't. They're not as plump and they're not as pink. They may not look as pretty, but that's because the other ones are so pumped full of additives and preservatives and you don't want that in your body. Also, white fish like a cod or a salmon is another good fish to keep in stock, but make sure they are wild caught and not farm raised. But keep those proteins. Beans are also a great, they're a plant protein. Beans and legumes, keep those in your freezer or fresh, dried that you can cook yourself. Or those I do will purchase canned a lot of times, but I make sure that they are organic and they're in BPA free cans. The lining is BPA free just to keep those extra toxins that sometimes are pumped into you without knowledge out. So you can look for those in your grocery store. I also would keep and still do keep canned tomatoes. Again, tomatoes and tomato sauce, I make sure that it's organic and that it's in BPA-free cans. So keep those things stocked in your, your kitchen. The other thing is to, when you go in the morning, pull out your protein. Whatever protein that you're going to have for dinner that night, pull it out in the morning. If it's frozen, pull out your frozen poultry or your frozen meat and stick it on a counter or in the refrigerator so that wherever it will have time to thaw, depending on when you're pulling it out and when you're going to be cooking it. Pull that out, let it thaw, or pull out your whatever protein you're going to do. Your protein, your meal is going to be based around your protein. And so you keep that, whether it be a plant protein or an animal protein, you're going to keep that pulled out. So that's your basis. Then when it's time for dinner, like I said, it really doesn't take much planning. Go look in your refrigerator and pick two different vegetables. So say you have some fish that you're going to cook as your protein and you want to have some Um, maybe some fresh squash and some fresh spinach. So you're going to pull those two things out out of your crisper and cut them. Wash them, cut them, cut up the squash. Get your fresh spinach is the easiest thing in the world to cook. Now, the only thing that's a negative about that is you have to cook so much of it because it shrivels down, but it tastes so different than canned or frozen. There's just no comparison. So pull out your vegetables and prepare them. Wash them, cut them up if they need to be cut up. Here's the thing. Everything that I cook, I can't say everything. 99% of what I cook is cooked stovetop for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's easy. You cook it in a skillet. It takes just a few minutes, which leads to the second reason why I do it is because the faster that you cook your foods, the more nutrition they retain, the more nutrients they retain. If you cook things too long, it cooks the nutrients out a lot of times. So I will take my fish. Let's just say I'm using fish, spinach, and squash, and that's what I'm cooking for dinner tonight. I'm going to take out three pans, three skillets or pots and pans, whichever, and I'm going to put a tiny bit of avocado oil in a pan, and I mean a tiny bit, doesn't take much. I use a ceramic pan 
to cook in so it doesn't take much to keep it from sticking. So a little bit of avocado oil, which is my preferred oil for cooking with. Let me just throw in a couple of other little tips here since I'm thinking about it. Olive oil, you only want to use with cold. You don't want to cook with olive oil because it goes rancid at a certain temperature. So a good high heat oil to cook in is avocado oil. Also, a lot of times you can cook with just a little bit of water if you're using a ceramic pan. You can, a non-stick pan. Now, when I say non-stick, oh, there's so much I could get into. Non-stick, try to avoid Teflon, things that will scratch because it could end up in your food and that's toxic as well. So a good stainless steel pan or ceramic, use something that will not stick or use some a little bit of oil or some water to cook in. For my vegetables, I usually will take a pan or a skillet and I'll put just a tiny bit of water in there and put the vegetables in at my fresh cut vegetables. For example, in this case, it's squash. Season it. Season it well. Season it for flavor and season it for nutritional benefits. There are so many spices that are not just for flavor. They contain nutritional benefits that are good for your body. I typically use only Himalayan sea salt and fresh ground black pepper. I use garlic powder, onion flakes a lot, uh, an all season that's organic. All of my seasonings also are organic. I told you I, I do 80% at least in organic and that includes my spices and seasonings so season it to taste but but be generous because that's where your flavor is going to come from and again those nutritional benefits cover it with a little bit of water stir it on occasion and it doesn't take but just a few minutes to cook spinach the same thing you need a, a big pot for your spinach because it takes a lot of spinach to make a serving or two or four or six or however many that you're you're making up for your family but put that spinach in the fresh spinach in the pan put a little bit of water season it cover it stir it it only takes a few minutes your your meat your chicken your turkey your fish same thing put it in that pan cover it flip it it only takes a few minutes it doesn't take long to cook your vegetables only take a few minutes to chop up and then if you will clean up as you go as soon as you you put the foods into your pans clean up your cutting utensils clean them put them aside i also another little thing that i do another little tip that i personally do is when i'm not going to be having company it's just us just the family i have one of those drying pads that i keep next to my sink and so utensils that I use very frequently, like my knife, my vegetable peeler, which I use on, oh, there's so many tips I could share, <laughs> like not peeling all of your organic vegetables because a lot of nutrients are in the skins. That's, that's another episode, isn't it? Oh, I'm just, my brain is like turning and there's so much I want to share. But keeping those utensils close by handy, keeping things that you use on the daily very handy is another convenience that will help you into saving time. Cooking, stovetop, 
and then clean as you go. Those are the things, those are the basic tips for making it convenient, quick, and easy to meal prep and to prepare for your family a healthy meal that you know exactly what has gone into it. I'm going to stop it there for now and continue this with the next episode. But these things are ways that you can live a happier, healthier more fulfilled life. Do these things and you'll be on your way. So the next episode, I will cover misconception. Number two, it's too expensive to eat or live a healthy lifestyle. And I'm going to share more in depth on how to shop at the grocery store for health. For now, please share this podcast Subscribe if you haven't. I hope by now that you have. And join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash For the Willing Chats. And go in there today, if you would, go into the group and let me know if this episode was beneficial for you. If you feel that it was beneficial, share one or two things that you received from this episode today. And until next time, this is Coach Debbie reminding you that you can do anything if you are willing. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast that is for the willing chats with Coach Debbie. Until next time, this is Coach Debbie reminding you that you can do anything if you are willing. For more information, visit forthewilling.com. That's the number four, thewilling.com.